6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Creator, it's hoped that the feathers can provide grounding. As I mentioned, as we head into that stage three of Alberta's open for summer plan with almost all restrictions lifted, it has a lot of businesses wondering what's it going to look like and ew, in some cases, where are they going to find staff? Katie Ingram is the co-owner of Edmonton's Fleisch Delicatessen and a spokesperson for the Canadian Restaurant Workers Coalition and she suspects stage three could be a little chaotic for the industry welcome katie welcome back to the show hi jaylen how are you thanks for having me no thanks for thanks for joining me this afternoon so um you you have a bit of a prediction for for chaos possibility in 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 in, in restaurant reopening yeah Why do you say that what's on your mind you know we've been seeing this um in jurisdictions all across north america that are um slowly starting to reopen um this is not a scenario that is unique to Alberta. Um, I think that the restaurant and hospitality industries are really having a a moment here where they're uh, having to reevaluate their practices, how they operate uh, in order to uh, lure staff back or to retain the staff that they actually have. Yeah, it's it's been interesting because when we talk about um, you know that shortage and maybe the reasons around that, there's 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 more than just you know finding another job or finding a better playing paying mm-hmm. job. Um, there's a number of things there, isn't there, uh, Katie? Definitely, definitely. So you know, restaurant work, um, hospitality work, uh, notoriously underpaid work, um, fraught with labor violations, um, lots and lots of. Um, uh, workplace uh, harassment, sexual harassment, um, and th- these are not new things, um, but COVID has really blown the doors off of those. So all of that stuff coupled with um, uh, COVID safety uh, protocols maybe not being followed or not sure what the what that's going to look like um, with stage three, um, it's a whole cocktail of things that are making it very difficult for um uh, restaurant owners and and restaurant groups. Um, so to, so to what needs up. to be done here? So what needs to be done here? You know, I think that um, what um, what uh, what the restaurant coalition, the restaurant workers coalition, has been calling for um, since the beginning of this crisis is just um, really an overhaul. Um, living wages are way overdue, and and a lot of people focus on the wages. And living wages are extremely important. I will never discount that. Absolutely, this work needs to be respected with a living wage, but it's only part of uh, it's only part of the the equation. So um, people want a safe place to work. They want an equitable safe place to work um they want to know uh that if they're that this is a career uh in some cases that 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 they can look at this as a career and this isn't sort of an in-between um that that they would uh this is something that they see a future in um and that they're going to be supported as the reopen happens with uh, a public that doesn't necessarily understand the safety needs of the staff Mm, interesting. There is a lot there. So when we talk about uh, this reopening and uh, in a couple of weeks' time, Katie, I know that there's some restaurants and some of the restaurants that uh, I like to frequent that I can't wait to mm-hmm. find myself back at the bar again, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just sitting there talking to the guys and gals as they're cooking up food and stuff. But yep. I've said, though, you know what? Uh, we are going to hold off. We are not comfortable reopening in two weeks' time. We're going to see what yep. happens. Um, you know... 
how do you think that that is going to be um do you think we're going to see more of that i'm thinking northern chicken off the top yep. of my head of course yep. and i'm just wondering if you think that we're going to see see more of that in uh, in the next uh, month or so i do and i think i think it'll either be out of um you know an abundance of caution so employers that are putting um staff safety first and seeing sort of how the public reacts to these um completely um done with restrictions and then i also think we're going to see it out of necessity where um, places that would like to open just will not be able to you know if you have a if you have a room that is going to seat um 50 to 100 people and you have half or less than half the staff that you had before you just cannot um operate a restaurant in that capacity so i think that um the public is going and what we've seen what we've seen definitely at Fleisch is that the public has a huge appetite to, to go out and to be, you know, getting getting done and over over this and, and being out and seeing friends again, um, which is, is wonderful, um, you know, if it's done in a safe fashion. But I think that that, um, that excitement is sort of overshadowing um, what the realities are uh, facing restaurants and bars at, at the moment. So interesting, you know, you talk about rooms that, you know, as you say, may say 50 or might, might serve 50 or 100 or, or more for that matter mm-hmm. and might not be able to get, um, you know, staff back to handle all of that, you know, really could simply mean that, that you know, the challenging times for the industry continues because they won't yeah. be able to get running right back up to normal, uh, you know, pre-pandemic levels. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think what what we're going to see is I think we're going to see that um, patrons um, and the dining public are going to have to really um, reevaluate what their expectations are of the hospitality and restaurant industry and what that looks like. Um, And, you know, if it's important to you to have, say, farm to table food, is it important to you to be going to a place that pays a living wage, that respects its its workers with, you know, enhanced safety protocols, that they have uh, a whole bunch of, um, you know, harassment policies and and things like that in place? Uh, All all of these different things, is that going to be important to the dining public? Because if it's not important to the dining public, I think that this is going to remain an unbalanced relationship. Relationship. And it's it's really um, it's it's really going to decimate the restaurant industry, I think, because um, the workers are just not um, going to come back to workplaces like that for money like that for treatment like that. You know, you, 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 you know, we've talked a lot about living wages uh, in, in the past 10 minutes or so. I mean, mm-hmm. you are yep. an owner. You have yep. owned uh, a couple. Um, you know, when it comes to living wages, how do you balance that, making sure that your staff gets living wages while also yep. trying to run a successful restaurant? Because that can be, you know, we know that the, mm-hmm. the, the, wiggle, the wiggle room can be pretty tight, Katie. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a fantastic question, and it's a question that um, living wage employers should be asked more often because you know other restaurant owners listening to this thinking like how the heck can we do that well the problem is is that employers and historically in this industry everybody starts with labor that's where they cut um that's where they cut the expenses i'm you know our restaurant is no different than any any other restaurant in having the thin margins that we we work off of we've just made the choice that we're going to work on all of the other pieces and what this what this crisis has shown us is that there is political will 
to move policy um, and to to make some movement on some of the other other uh, items that will give restaurants uh, some wiggle room. And so there's no reason at this point that people need to be um, looking at, at labor as an expense cost and a place to, to save money. Before I let you go, uh, the the mask mandate uh, up for probably discussion tomorrow at Edmonton City Council, and uh, there is a push. I mean, Calgary City Council looking at it today. City administration there recommending that uh, their mask bylaw be uh, lifted as of uh, July 31st, if I remember off the top of my head. I know here there's going to be a motion put forward tomorrow as well, suggesting that it be lifted July 1st with all of the other restrictions. When it comes to the hospitality industry, what's your stance? on the masking uh, bylaw in the city of Edmonton? Um, you know, uh, it's it's always an interesting one because there's a, there has always been, since the beginning of the masking bylaw, a little bit of confusion with mm-hmm. in-person dining um, because people take their masks off. Um, so I think that if it's done at a period of time when there's a significant percentage of people that have had their second doses, at least in the city of Edmonton, um, then I think that I... I personally feel comfortable with it. I don't think we're anywhere close to that. I think probably closer to the end of summer, early fall um, would be something that that I personally would feel more comfortable with. I think that um, outside of the hospitality industry and indoor spaces, that's where it's going to be more important to to keep mm-hmm. that. My, and my main concern will, will always be um, it's, it's going to be easier to remove it, but it's not going to be easier to go back. So, um, <laughs> you know, if, if the government's bet against uh, uh, Delta is wrong, um, and we have to, to go back to having a, a, some harsher restrictions, not obviously as harsh as they have been, but if, if the masking bylaw would be something that would help us, uh, I think it's going to be harder um, and especially harder on hospitality and server, service workers to go back to that as opposed to just continuing it until such a time as it makes a lot of sense to remove it. And Katie, always great to talk to you, uh, and it has been uh, over the past number of months. Thank you for your insight, your expertise on this, and we'll be watching closely to see what happens, as I know you will be, and you'll be right on the front lines of it all. Thank you for this. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jalen. Take care. Yeah, you betcha. Katie Ingram is uh, a spokesperson for the Canadian Restaurant Workers Coalition, and she's the co-owner of Edmonton's Fleisch Delicatessen. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens here as things um, continue to reopen, and what is that going to look like as i said i know a number of restaurants that are saying no we're going to just stay as is we'll just continue with with pickup uh we're good with that we'll we'll see what happens over the next month or so or maybe we'll just wait till more people get vaccinated before we decide to return to in a full return to in-person dining or a return at all to in-person dining and and certainly wanting to see maybe that vaccination number uh creep up there and in alberta it certainly continues to do that